afternoon and welcome to Not Minding My Own Business. I'm your host, Russell Farbiars, estate planning and elder law attorney, and I am joined uh, here today by Susan Baer uh, of a step, what is it, a step above event yes, planning by Susan. A step Susan. above by Susan, yes. A step above by Susan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you, Russell. Thank you for having me. Sure. It's it's always a pleasure to, to get to talk to you. Thank you. So, and to you as well. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about, about, the, about the, your business. What, what is it that you do? Okay. So really it's, it's full services event planning, but mostly people contact me to help them with weddings. And when I say that, it's really not the full-blown event planning aspect of a wedding. Most people know what they want for their wedding and they've already had it planned, they've already had it booked. The most important part for them and the reason they hire me is the day of coordinator. Okay, that may, see when you say wedding planner, I, I think of Father of the Bride and, and that. And I can't, <laughs> great remember, movie. Yeah, a great movie. I can't remember what his name was, you know, running around, you know, with, with the, the, the French accent and, you know. Yeah, and, oh, Steve no. Martin. Well, no, no, no. Steve, Steve, Steve Martin was the father, but there was, right. there was the, whoever the wedding, the, the actual wedding planner was. I, yes. I can't remember who, who it was, but so the day of coordinator. So, Correct. so what does that, what does that mean? What do you, what do you do? So basically what I do is anything from setup all the way to the end of the evening with teardown and putting things back together in boxes for the bride and groom. I, I pretty much have the timeline, follow the timeline make sure everything runs on time and any little snafus, I'm the one that takes care of them. Hopefully without most people knowing what's even going on, if anybody knowing. That's that so, the main reason. That sounds stressful. But you know me personally, I think, and you know that I just, I don't do stress. I mean, nope. internally, personally, a little bit, but not when it comes to something like that. My The reason I named my business a step above is because I want to take Anybody that I plan any event party, anything for, my idea is to take it a step above what they imagine so that they can sit back, relax, friends and family, sit back, relax, and just have a great time. So you take all the stress so that so that your clients yeah. can truly enjoy their day. Exactly. I'm like a stress magnet. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you, you, you stay cool pretty well. So I try, you know, I've done yeah. an event for you already. Yes, you did. You just, did. You just gotta, you gotta go with the flow, and that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a people person, so it helps. Yeah, yeah, that 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 absolutely do, does help. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you get started in event planning? Well, it's a little personal, but I don't mind talking about it. I knew that I would be going through a divorce, unfortunately, and I decided to go back to school and get my certificate in something I knew I would love to do. I worked for a school district, absolutely loved it. 
but I knew I would need something just a little bit more. So um, I still have a, a, my first real job. And then my event planning business is a part-time job for now. Hopefully it will turn into a full-time job. But I've always just enjoyed people. And I always told my daughters while growing up, make sure that whatever it is you're going to do in life with work, it's something you enjoy mm -hmm. and that will make you happy. And that's the reason I did this and went and got my certificate. That, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy what I do because I like helping people and that's yeah. what I do get to do all day. Exactly. And then, Exactly. It's about compassion and empathy. Yeah. You have to have both. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so now we're, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but how long have you been have you been doing the event planning? So it's over four years. When I first got my certificate, I did not start my business. I worked for a local brand new brewing company for their event planning. And after a year, I just decided, hey, what am I doing? I should just start my own business. So with the help of my lawyer, aka you, which I'm not afraid to say, I got my um my LLC. And I um, opened my own business right before COVID. But in hindsight, that wasn't a bad thing for me. It was stepping stones. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I am sure now, now you're, I'm, I'm sure you're as busy as ever because everyone is, it wants to do events now because they weren't able to do them for a period of time. They weren't. And everything is opening up now. It's really nice to see that people are allowed to get together, celebrate, and do all the things they did before. So yeah, it's, it's getting busier. Um, so yeah, it, I, I really like it. What wonderful. What, what is the, the most unique event that you've coordinated? Oh, <laughs> it was a wedding and this one was pretty much full blown event planning. I was contacted 60 days before the wedding. Um, the bride unfortunately had so much stress going on that she didn't have time to do everything and called me in. Um, and it was a very unique Harley Davidson wedding. Oh, it was, and it actually was a lot of fun. And, um, I helped her plan what she envisioned and it actually came out to be pretty, pretty, pretty nice. So, awesome. That's yeah, great. that was the biggest challenge so far because 60 days is not a lot of time. No, no, I can imagine that be being a lot to get together in such in mm -hmm. such a short a short period of time. Yeah. So, what is something about your industry that the average person wouldn't necessarily be aware of? I think what they're not aware of, a lot of people will contact to see what is it that you mean by day of coordinator. Like they kind of know what the title means, but they don't understand everything that goes into it. And depending on the event planner or day of coordinator, it's, it's different. Like for me, literally I take on everything to setting up every detail. Like I have decorated tables. I have hung the, um, the sheer drapery. I I've done everything. I've sewn buttons on grooms shirts. I've ironed a whole set of groomsmen pants. Like day of coordinator basically is you're there to take care of everything so everybody else can relax, can enjoy. And um, it, it's long. I worked one event from 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. Be a very, it's a long day. It is a long day. But you know what? At the end of the day, you did what they didn't need anybody else within their family or friends to do. And I don't think a lot of people understand the whole realm of what day of coordinator 
means, at least to me. Well, and obviously I didn't know exactly what it, what it was. I had an image in my mind because I know when I got married, now that was 13 years ago, mm-hmm. we had, we obviously, we had, we had a coordinator. Um, and I, I remember all, all I really remember is, you know, her making sure everyone was lined up and saying go when you had to walk, when we had to walk out to be to into the ballroom. Yeah, and that is correct. I do that. Yeah. As well. But I'm sure I know there's a lot, there's a lot more to it. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. So when we switch gears, I want to talk a little, a little bit about you. Okay. Uh, you're, you were originally from Berks, the Berks County area, am I right? Actually from Hamburg. You are from Hamburg. Okay. I thought so, but I just, so what, what is your favorite part about living in the Hamburg area and growing up there? Yeah, it was always the King Frost Parade. I gotta <laughs> say, it was just one of the biggest, best parades on the East Coast. I mean, they still have it. Unfortunately, it's not as big, but it's a great time for family and friends to get together within the community. Now so, it's Hamburger Festival, but back then, King Frost. So King Frost Parade is it actually will be coming up mm-hmm. um, shortly because it's the last Saturday of October. Yep. And what is, what is it? What is your your favorite part about the King Frost Parade? Well, when I was a little kid, it was going to my grandma's house and having all the yummy things she made. (laughs) (laughs) And then growing up, you know, going through the different stages and phases in life through high school and high school was when I was finally allowed to walk the parade route with Mm -hmm. friends and hang with friends. And then, of course, when my girls were little, it was nice to take them there as well. So it was just, I think, just the memories of the parade and seeing people you haven't seen within the community. Absolutely. And then the the hamburger festival has has been a nice addition over the last, what is, have they done it? Was it 15, 20 years now? At least that. I don't yeah. know the number. And you think I would know because I helped, I helped with our town foundation. So right. you think that I would know that number and I'm sorry to say I don't, but I think I want to say 16. Okay. I want to say, uh, I'm not sure I'm correct. I, so how, how did it sort of come back this year? Because I, I, there was a festival last year, if I remember, but I know there wasn't one in 2020. Right. It was smaller scale last year. Um, I think just because a lot of people were still worried about COVID. Um, but this year it was back and I didn't see numbers or anything yet, but I think it was probably bigger and better than, than it's been, which is good to see. People just yeah. enjoy it. That is, that is good to see. And I'm sure you, your, your day of coordinating comes in very handy on Hamburger Festival Day. It's going to more now because I actually had shifted gears for a little bit and I was doing uh, Burke's Habitat for Humanity, uh, mm-hmm. but now I've switched back and I'm doing full gear again with our town foundation. So oh. I haven't been as in depth with them over the last few years. Well, that's one. I'm sure they're going to be thrilled to have you because I hope so. there's it, that it's a big undertaking, you know, you know, what do they get? 10, 20,000 people in one day into, into the small borough of Hamburg. Yeah. You know. and, and just having it flow properly, which Dina, she's done a great job with it. Dina, she's she, ha- she has, it's, it's, she's gotten it down to a science at this point. She has, yeah. So what, what is your, well, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this. What is your favorite hamburger at hamburger festival? Oh, that's not a fair question to ask. <laughs> it's not because there's, there's some, I'm going to tell you why it's not a fair question to ask because I work it. So I don't really get to enjoy it and go do that and taste the hamburger. Right. Um, 
this year was the first year I had a burger and I'm sad to say it was very, very good, but I don't remember the name of it because I was just happy I could finally go enjoy one. But I, it, yeah, I can't answer that. I'm so sorry. But I know what a lot of people like, and that's the the one with the donut. The Luther. That's it. That's, that's what that. I was just going to ask you like. about the Luther if you've ever tried it because it. I haven't. I haven't because the line's always too long. Like till I'm done helping, the line is so long, and I, maybe what I should do is go there and stand in line before it opens to be the first one. That that's what you should do next year. But then I can try it and tell you. Yeah, but I, I did. One? I I tried it once. Uh, and what is it? I think it's a, it's a, the bun is a donut and there's, it's a, it's a hamburger. I think there's bacon on it too. Uh, and it, it was good. I, I don't know that I'd wait in the, in the long line for it again, but I, it was one of those things where you, you have to try it at least once. Yeah. That's what I've heard as well. So yeah. maybe next year, next year. Well, and then what, what is your favorite restaurant in the Hamburg area? So it's a restaurant that's not here anymore. Um, but it's still one of my favorite places. So it's DeMeos. They started okay. in Hamburg years and years ago. And they are now in Oregsburg, which is just a little ways up north from Hamburg. And it's now called DeMeos Mustard Seed. Oh, I did not know that that started in Hamburg. It, uh, did. I, it was probably before you were here. Yeah, I've been to I've been to to the mustard seed a number in Oregsburg a number of times and, yeah. and their their food is excellent. Oh, it I, is. Jack and yeah. Leslie started um, in Hamburg, they were on 4th Street, 4th and Pine in the little corner. Mm-hmm. And then they moved down to 3rd Street, which is now currently where Culture Dance, Culture Shock Dance Studio is. And okay. that was a big area. And they had a gazebo room in the back and reached out to me to do events for them back in the day. That's where I got the feel for what oh, wow. I wanted to do. I was a patron there and they're like, we like your personality and we're thinking about doing this. Can you come talk to us? And it's funny how that came back around now. And that is yeah. what really made me decide, you know what? That is what I would really like to do. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So what do you like to do when you're not working? So most people will find this very interesting because I, you know, I am girly girl, but on the inside, I'm tomboy. So I hike. I like to hunt. I like to fish. Um, I Last October, I took a trip to uh, Montana and I learned oh. to fly fish and um, it was so much fun. So I, I really enjoy the outdoors. Wonder, wonderful. And there's a lot of outdoors in the Hamburg area to enjoy. So, so it's perfect. The Appalachian Trail is like five minutes from my house. So mm-hmm. yeah, love it. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's see. What, what about, you said you went to Montana, uh, but what, yeah. what other... What, what, what is your favorite travel destination? Well, it's out West, but with that said, anytime I get to travel to see either of my daughters, that comes first. So of course. that would be Nashville, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Nash, Nashville. That's a place that's, that's on my list. I haven't been, but that's on my list. It's a, a fun place and also a lot of civil war history and other things other than just Broadway in downtown Nashville. There's a, a lot to see and do there. A lot of music history that goes back to absolutely back to Elvis, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my daughter's a big Taylor Swift fan, so so I think oh, she wow. would love she'd love to go into Nashville and you know and, and we we live we live you know 
probably one or two blocks over from where she grew where Taylor Swift grew up. So, you know, that's we're in the we're in the Taylor Swift neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what? Not a she's a really good idol for your daughter. Nobody better than her because she has worked so hard all her life. And absolutely gotta get her to the show. If she hasn't been, I've been to one. She's a great artist and performer. She we we will get her to a to a show. We have it's been hard the last couple of years, but she has been She's actually been to two to two concerts with my wife in the last couple months. So, okay. oh, so, fun. so she's, you know, she's definitely, definitely into that. Yeah. So, so, well, Sue, this has been wonderful. I, I, I have to say, I've, I've really enjoyed learning more about you. I've known you, but there are things that I obviously we, we didn't talk about, you sure. know, in our, so it's really nice to know, to get to know all these, these other things about you. Uh, what do you think people should be more aware of about what you do? I think what people need to be aware of is that um, when they're looking for a day of coordinator, it really needs to be about how you get along. Um, like I've heard different stories from brides I've worked with and they're like, I'm so happy I found you. My sister's day of coordinator just wasn't as friendly. She wasn't as this or that. I think when somebody is looking and this just, just doesn't go for day of coordinator. It goes for anything. When you're looking to work closely with somebody, you have to get along. If I meet with a bride and a groom and there's just something that doesn't click, I myself would have the right to say, I'm sorry, but I just don't feel like we're the right mix because it's got to be trust. Like for me, they've got to trust me a hundred percent. And I've got to feel just as comfortable with them in order to make everything move and flow properly for that day well yeah it's very personal you know it's you know hopefully it's their only wedding day and yeah yeah hopefully (laughs) doesn't always happen but hopefully I know I know but the other thing with with me Russell I have to say is what every bride needs to know is they deserve to have that day of coordinator um Mm -hmm. I had somebody come to me I just did their wedding three weeks ago they hired me a month ago because a friend of a friend was going to be their day of coordinator and then told them they couldn't do the event. Oh so, my. so, you know, it's also about being there when somebody needs it. And, and she's just like, well, are you sure you have it open? I go, and it was just a phone call. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know I do because it's my birthday weekend. I don't work. I said, but if you need a day of coordinator and you feel comfortable with having me, then we're going to make something work. And we did. And it was just one of the, nicest bride and grooms I think I've worked with yet. They've all been wonderful, but they just were, and they were from out of the area and got married here because both their families are from here, but they are not. So it's, it's just a matter of working with and, and figure out how you can make it work. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes, that makes sense. If any of our listeners are looking to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Well, I have um, social media. I've got my website, a step above by Susan at gmail.com. I also have, um, oh, I'm sorry, that was my email. My website is a step above by susan.com. Okay. Right. And then the email I think I said is at gmail.com. And um, they can look me up on uh, Facebook under a step above by Susan. I'm on Instagram on a step above by Susan. Um, I, I was paying to be on the knot, but I don't, feel like you have to, but I believe they can still find me on the knot as well. And um, just by calling 610-816-3400. Well, wonderful. Well, th- thank you so much, Susan. It was great. Mm-hmm. Great to have you on the show. 
um, and always great to, to catch up with you. Thank you, Russ. So I really appreciate you having me. It's nice All to right. talk with you again. Ab- absolutely. And, and thank you to our listeners for tuning into another episode of Not Minding My Own Business. Yep. Great. Thank you. Thank you.